0: Plants talk to us at all levels, molecule to molecule and spirit to spirit. They facilitate healing that is potent, profound, and life affirming. Marlene Edelman. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Earth Body, the podcast where wellness, spirituality, and environmentalism meet because they are all so connected. I am so pleased to be here with you all today and I have a very, very special guest, a friend and colleague who has been a great teacher and also a student of mine in life. (laughs) We tend to teach each other lessons and it's a really, really beautiful thing. So today I have with me Janice Solomon, who is a holistic health practitioner that specializes in homeopathy and has been working in that field for over 30 years. I'm very excited to have her on today because homeopathy is something that is so fascinating to me, mostly because I don't understand it. It's a very amazing holistic healing modality that involves Plant vibrations, and she's going to tell you a lot about this and about her journey with it, and how she works with people, especially women at different phases in their lives. So, I would love to welcome Janice Solomon. Hello. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for being with me today. We we are colleagues in a, um, a holistic business mastery group, and. Every Monday we get together and we sit down and we do our work for our businesses together and it's incredibly productive and I'm really glad that we have the time now to talk about what she does because I she's talked to me about it and I've heard her explain different ways but I want listeners out there to learn about another holistic healing modality that you can utilize that does not involve toxic pharmaceuticals and different things that are going to be harmful to your body. These things work with your body. So please, Janice, yes. will you tell us a little bit about yourself, your health and wellness journey, mm-hmm. and homeopathy?
1: Sure, sure. So I um, my personal journey is that I actually come from a family of allopathic Western medical doctors surgeons not just doctors surgeons so most of my life growing up until i was um probably about 18 it didn't really know there was anything else it was that was it you know you got sick you took medicine
0: wow i didn't know that yeah
1: and um and then when i went to college i went uh, up into the boston area in the 80s when things were just booming then and it's interesting because I didn't know this till after the fact, but in the late 70s, there was a sighting of the planet Chiron or planetoid. I'm not really sure, probably planetoid, which has all to do with healing. And that was really the rebirth of so many things in the 70s, midwifery, acupuncture, homeopathy. Um, this is when Francis Moore LePay wrote, Die for a Small Planet, right? So everything mm-hmm. was kind of re- coming back into our planet. And I was definitely on, on some of that, almost like the the sparkles of the comet right <laughs> anyway so I started to learn about food in the 70s in the 80s and that wow there's other choices and then I got introduced to acupuncture and um, went into totally vegetarian diet and you know just was really experimenting I was in my 20s at that time and it was fun and then I moved back to New York and when I moved back to New York, I remember and I didn't know yet about setting intentions and manifesting things, mm. but I see this is what happened. I had the intention, subconsciously, to meet someone who had similar interests. And I did. I walked into a local health food co-op in Pleasantville, New York. It was called the Way of Life Co op. And I met a woman who whose name is Gail Mint, who became a teacher, a friend. Um, a guide really so much in my life and she introduced me to homeopathy wow. I didn't even know what it was before them so, in so a that co-op. yeah in a food <laughs> co-op you know really looking to meet someone who had some similar interests and that's that's how that all happened wow. and so then I started to get interested and the first homeopath who I worked with um, actually made house calls I still didn't really understand what it was. I was like, okay, let's just check this out, you know? Right, like, right. why not? You know, I was young, and, you know. Um, but something intrigued me about it, mm-hmm. and so I started to learn about it. At the same time, I was also introduced by not only Gail, but all the people who, the, the women's circle that I met through this co-op, this food co-op, um, of a lot of things like, women having home births, midwifery care, um, homeschooling. Now, this is like in the 80s. This is like when the movement really starts. Yeah, really up-and-coming everything. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so I was introduced to... um into childbirth methods cooperative childbirth and natural methods and had midwifery care for all my children and a lot of my friends became many of us went on became childbirth educators and that was where I was really getting into all my women's health and love for women's health Had had a wonderful first birth experience um and said, "Wow, I want everyone to have this." Mm. So I went on and started teaching childbirth education, and a lot of my friends became midwives. And I remember thinking at that time, I was also new about homeopathy. No, I'm not meant to be a midwife. I'm going to have a women's health center, and I'm going to do homeopathy and stuff. Mm. So this is about thirty some odd, thirty four years ago. Wow. Yeah, and again, not really understanding intention setting. You know, <laughs> it's just sort of like oh, just kind of manifesting. Right so life goes on for me and i start to really learn more about homeopathy so what actually is homeopathy um well i guess the shortest definition or way to to explain it is that it's a system of medicine that's been around for over 200 almost 250 years founded by a medical doctor in germany samuel Hahnemann, who based his idea on research that he was doing and it was really sort of the first, quote unquote, like double blind studies, because he would give people remedies they didn't know what they were and record how they responded. And it's based on the idea of life cures like. Mm. So there are things all on this planet, like plants, right, could be from other sources, it could be from minerals and animals, and um, anything that has energy has the potential to be healing. Mm and it also has the potential to cause problems or symptoms Mm. so if we match up what our symptoms or what our body's telling us or our mind is trying to get us to notice with something in nature that can has a similar type of energetic pattern might create similar types of symptoms then that could be almost like a um, like a synergy of energy right so as an example, let's say someone um, as we're coming into fall, might start to get seasonal allergies, right? So they have a lot of sneezing and teary eyes, and um, you know, everything irritates, especially their respiratory system. So those teary eyes could actually be irritating their skin and could actually feel like it's burning. and what feels better is if they get cool air, this type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you think about the experience you have when you cut up an onion, it's the same thing, right? Because you cut the onion and you start tearing and your nose starts running and it's kind of burning, right? right. right? You, like you want to stick your head in the freezer or <laughs> blow a fan on yourself, yeah, right? exactly. Right. So in onion, which is a plant, right? We, from the very beginning, the quote about plants, mm-hmm. Allium sepa, that's the plant. In that plant, we have... On the material level, all the the biological things that people eat and ingest and get that from. But on an energetic level, there's also a certain pattern. So if you're getting all this sneezy, teary-eyed, burning, you know, kind of ex- experience from perhaps allergies, then the healing energy from the onion, allium, which is similar, not the same, but similar to that. That's why it's homeo, which means similar.
0: similar to
1: your symptoms pathos pathology Mm -hmm. then it can help your own innate healing energy your vital force go
0: oh wait we're getting a little boost here let's help quiet these symptoms down that's fascinating so you wouldn't you wouldn't use something with the opposite properties of that it's like you were saying the like heals like right
1: so Hahnemann back in the early 1800s came up with this term homeopathy using something similar and he also termed allopathy which is really what western medicine which is the opposite allo means opposite right You know everybody knew they were latin and stuff back then not that yeah. i do
0: right so that that makes so much sense because when we have a bacterial infection in the western world we take antibiotics mm-hmm. so an anti or an antibacterial you know mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm So it's the complete opposite of the opposite. It's right. So there's the
1: opposite.
0: (laughs) Right. In the middle, if you look at like a spectrum, Mm -hmm. so you have the
1: opposite, aloe. You have kind of the, let's say the exact same, that would be iso, which means the same. Mm -hmm. And then you have homeo, which means similar. So there's sort of like a whole range of possibilities. Yeah. So homeopathy is really using something similar, the energy of something that exists here, like a plant, mm-hmm. with similar energy to what your symptoms are. Introducing just a small amount. Because remember, energy is potent, right? If you, if you, let's say, go to another country and you go to plug in your appliance into a different current,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know, you're going to zap, right? Yeah, so absolutely. we're the same way. We're both material beings. We have 3D dimensional being, right? we're also energetic beings and our energy bodies are more subtle and they're actually very sensitive. Mm. You know, we're feeling things all the time, but we're not necessarily taught how to experience it or what to do with it. You know, Mm. it's like you have an experience, let's say something scary. Mm -hmm. And then you feel like (gasps) like you've been socked in the stomach. Right. Right. So we have more nerve endings in our abdomen than we do in our brain. So what happens is so there's a physiological experience, right? Mm-hmm. But there's also an energetic experience. Like you almost feel like you have been either hit or something has happened to
0: you. Right? Yeah, totally. You ever walk out of a scary movie and your body's shaking? Exactly, right? So <laughs> you're just you, like, "Oh." Ah. Right.
1: So you so we we in the West, we have put in this language of making everything very scientific or material. You know, it's my adrenaline, it's my neurotransmitters, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. But what even gets those going is we have to have some innate energy, right? Right. We have to, it's the energy that, that, When we take our first breath in life, that starts all those cool cellular activities so that we have energy to make these substances. Wow. Right?
0: Yeah. Right. That totally makes sense. Energy is the catalyst of everything. Exactly. I have a a tattoo that says, Where the mind goes, energy flows. And it's kind of, I, I mean, after getting it, I've learned, like, through healing modalities like this, that it's almost the opposite is that, like, where the energy goes, you know, that's where we usually focus. And it's kind of vice versa. It depends. But, That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So you had mentioned the remedies before and I I have actually been taking homeopathic remedies since I've been little. I think my parents always used to give me oscillocosinum or what is that how you say osclosolium. Well, there's many ways to pronounce it, yeah. Yeah. But it's it's um something that you take for like colds. Yeah. Right? And flu. And flu. So I, I remember taking those since I was little, but not understanding it, my dad was just like, "Open your mouth, right? <laughs> Take right, these little pellets." So, right. can you talk a little bit about the remedies, maybe mm-hmm. how they're made, um, and where people can get yeah, them? Yeah,
1: sure, sure. So, again, you know, going back to everything has energy in it, right? Some energy moves slowly, more more dense things, right? And some energy, like a table or something solid, mm-hmm. some energy moves so quickly we're not able to to actually see it. So, we're talking about sound waves, things like that, right? But everything has energy in it. And the thing that's fascinating is that water holds energy. And if you want to know more about that, you can read um, Imato. He's a Japanese scientist who wrote Mm -hmm. the messages from water, right? Anyway, so if you take a substance that has energy in it, let's say a plant, and you then, mm, the process is called potentization. You can read about it um, online. And if you're interested, you can also pop onto my website. JaniceSolomon.com, and I have a resource page, and there's some places you can find information about there. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, so the ener- the, the the remedies are made in a process where the um, energy is released into water by shaking and... and um, Anyway, I'm not going to get into that. It's, it doesn't really matter. It's a scientific process in diluting. And really, what's happening is from that substance, first it's diluting, like making a tincture, like you would with herbs. So, like from the plant, or from yes. the mineral, or yeah. whatever it is. Right. First, you make like a tincture, mm-hmm. and then from there we start serially diluting it. We keep diluting it. So what we're trying to, what we're doing is we're releasing energy into the water. More and more, less and less of the physical, and more of the energy. We know mm. we know all about this now about electrons, and you know this is stuff that we just assume is information that most people have inform you know have heard about. Right. But go back to the eighteen hundreds. They had no fucking. Clue. No, yeah, they didn't have a co- <laughs> idea. So so Hahneman made up these names like dynamis, and he didn't know what to call it, but he knew there was something happening.
0: Right, right. Yeah. That's why when you go and you look at the the boron remedies, you're like. What? Like, right, people don't know what to ask for, no, they don't know no, what to look for, and all the names
1: are in Latin. Mm. So, like, Allium Sipa is the Latin name for onion, oh. right? Yeah, so, what's yeah. Oscilacosilium? The- is actually it's it's um, it's from a duck, oh no, a goose. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, what? I don't know if I want it. There's the, the animals never harmed in these processes of making them, and there's no actual the, substance left, but it's just the energy, yeah, so. Yeah.
0: So it's really the vibration, right? Because yes. that's what you've described it to me too. Because exactly. I feel like energy for for those of you who are listening, who don't really understand energy, like you were saying before, we're not taught to experience it. We're not taught, you know, how to feel it, how or how to understand how it's happening in our body. It's literally this vibration, mm-hmm. right? And you were saying before that you know, like a table, like the table that we're recording this on, like that's the vibration is very dense. It's very quick moving. It's very all the molecules are really close together, right? But the vibrations, when we consume it, how does that work? Right. Well, actually, just to clarify, table, it's moving very slowly. Oh, slowly. Yes.
1: The faster and faster it moves, the less dense it is. Right? So then we're getting into gas, and then we're getting into, like, electromagnetic radiation, which we're exposed to all the time with all of our electronic Right, you know, can't things- even see it because it's moving so exactly. fast. Exactly. Got, you, got um, you. So wait, from what was the question? I already forgot. So in, <laughs> ingesting, ingesting the remedies. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so the remedies are mo- are usually made in a water source, a liquid source, and then they're dropped onto these little um, sugar pellets. And when you get a remedy in the health food store, like from a company like Boron, which is a, a homeopathic pharmacy, what you're seeing is those little pellets, but they've been um, potentized, medicated, that the remedy has been dropped onto them. When I say medicated, I mean just like the liquid's been dropped onto mm-hmm. it. So, yeah, so the remedies are then accessible to us. And there's a number after them. So the numbers can go from 6, yes. that's,
0: I'm so curious 12, 30,
1: 200, and there's many on, and others. And then you can have different letters, X or C, next to them. And mm. that depends on how much they have been diluted and how they've been diluted and how they've been what's called potentized. The lower the number, the closer to the material source, and the higher the number, the frequency is higher and higher and higher, much more into
0: pure energy. So the higher is more pure energy, but the lower might be more potent.
1: Well, different different things. So for instance, if you're having more physical symptoms, Mm -hmm. let's say... Let's say, like, again, going back to the allergies, right? This is a very physical experience. You're sneezing, you're dripping, you know, right? right? So you probably would go into a lower number. But let's say someone's dealing with something that's more emotional maybe even spiritual, which, mm-hmm. you know, can have an effect. We can heal and work with healing modalities. Then you'd probably go higher potencies. The other way, number higher numbers, the other way we match it up is to the actual experience. So let's say there's an injury, right? Okay. We were talking about rock climbing right before we started. Uh-huh. right? So let's say someone is rock climbing and their muscles are really fatigued, okay. right? So you might stay in the 30 potency, but let's say they actually have an accident. Let's say they're... I don't even know what the terms are, but they're coming down and they, you know, they hit into the rock suddenly, right? right. So the now bruising, there's yeah. right, right. Or, or really sudden trauma to the body. Then you might go into a higher potency because think of that, that impact on the body is at a higher frequency, a higher rate, a higher energy a higher oh. um, like the, the, so we match we matched the, the potency of the remedy to a lot of what the intensity of how we experience it as
0: well. That is fascinating. Yeah, yeah. I never understood that working working at a health food store and people coming in for homeopathic remedies. I was like I couldn't tell you, you know. Right. But now I I understand right. more. That's really amazing. Wow. So, when you're when you're assessing someone, mm-hmm. say when you have a client and they're coming to you with you know, let's say so you do a lot of work with women. Mm-hmm. You do Work with younger women with their menstrual cycle. You do work with prenatal and postnatal care. So when you're when they're coming to you, what does that assessment look like, and and how does the prescription work, and what kind of what does
1: that look like? Right, right. So so when anybody comes to see me and wants to work homeopathically, which I highly recommend. thank you. Um, so that that initial appointment, well, let me backtrack and say, if someone's interested in homeopathic care, I always tell them to call me. I, I do offer a free 30-minute, I call it a discovery session, because there's a couple things. First of all, what is it you're dealing with? What are your symptoms? Are you dealing with... Um, uh, some kind of hormonal imbalance, right? Are you struggling with fertility? Are you having really terrible menstrual cramps? You know, do you get allergies? Are you struggling with depression? You know, there's so many possibilities that we could be looking at. So call me, let's talk a little bit. So there's one, is homeopathy the good thing for you at this point? Will it be helpful, supportive in your healing journey? And the other is, am I the right homeopath for you? You know, there's, there's a lot of us. And you can go to yeah. the, the Center for Homeopathic Certification, CHC, and you can see many people, the listing there. You can go to the National Center for Homeopathy, and there's um, a, a website available. You can find homeopathic practitioners. Anyway and I work virtually and stuff so I can work with people anywhere. Anyway, so after that, so let's say you've come into the office or we're working on a virtual session and you want to, you know, really have some homeopathic care. So, what we start doing is talk about your your primary issue, your primary, you know, thing that you're dealing with. So let's say what just give me something that you might
0: want to Uh, so just specifically what you've worked with too is women who are not getting their period. Sure.
1: Right. Right. So let's say, so you're talking about a hormonal imbalance. So first of all, there's going to be some symptoms around it. Are you feeling some physical things, you know? And so we're Mm -hmm. just talking, it's a conversation. It's literally a conversation where I will say, tell me what's going on. And then as I listen, there'll be words that key me into, oh, that's important information. And believe it or not, the words that I'm listening for are usually words that we don't say that often. Mm. What we say in homeopathy is they're actually non human words. So let's say someone, yes, so let's say someone's describing this feeling of, I feel really bloated, I get crampy, um, you know, but my cycle doesn't come. And then I'll say, well, what's that like for you? Like an open-ended question. Mm-hmm. Tell me more about that experience. And eventually, someone might say, "Well, I feel like I feel like I'm trapped in the corner." Mm. That's not really something you would expect a person to say, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Or I feel like I'm being crushed, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, "Hmm." So those words, with training, and I've been training for many years, a couple of decades. <laughs> they they kind of um, it's like they pop on the radar for me, mm. my homeopathic radar. Tell me more about that. And so what happens is that words that we use, and often people are making expressions with their hands, Mm -hmm. their hand gestures, that's actually cluing me into their energetic experience.
0: Right. So the the feeling of that vibration of like whatever, like that trapped or that crushing feeling, like what does that relate to? Right. So if you're feeling
1: something in your body, Mm -hmm. right, like you know, oh, I feel like the the cycles are trapped, they're held, they're stuck, mm-hmm. right? And then we just keep telling me more, explain that, describe this more. And then what happens is we kind of get out of our psychological scientific thinking, which is how we've most have been trained and, you know, observed in life, and mm-hmm. you know, that's how we talk. And then you start dropping it and people say, this doesn't make any sense. It sounds ridiculous. And that's actually good because when we get out of our thinking brain, the head bubble up here, and get more into the experience, then you're going to share, whether you realize it or not, your energetic experience of what's happening. And then I can find something in nature, hopefully, that has a similar pattern. Wow. So for instance, since we want to talk about plants and right, Mm -hmm. so plants in nature right? If you think about them, like, so what we, what we do as homeopaths is we study and look at what's around us. So plants are sensitive to light, right? They need light to do photosynthesis and make their, Mm -hmm. their food for themselves. They're sensitive to water. They're sensitive to the climate, to the temperature, right? And we watch plants open, bloom. We see them suffer with like, we've had so much rain in the East Coast, right? So they get, you know, wilted and get fungus right mm-hmm. so so they're very sensitive to the environment right to nature right what's around them so if a person comes into me and starts to talk to me about how they're sensitive to everything every single thing affects them like emotionally food everything everything heightened 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 sensitivity my homeopathic mind might start thinking hmm i wonder if they might need a plant would that be the most helpful for this sensitivity they experience some people come in and really what their 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 descriptive words Mm -hmm. are more about things like um i want more order i want to know that things are are um you know more like a pattern that i can rely on it this type of thing Mm -hmm. right um so then i might start to think maybe that's more like a mineral because mm. right? <clears throat> right I do that a lot that, if you think about minerals yeah right? the
0: way their molecule structures are patterns
1: right and very set right And if someone's talking to me more about competition, oh, why does that person not have this problem, but I do? Hmm. You know, why do I have this problem with my menstrual cycles, but everyone else is fine? Like there's a lot of like me versus you comparison. comparison? Well, that's the world of animals, Hmm. right? Because it's the predator or the prey. It's either I am, you know, stronger and going to survive, or I'm feeling like I might not, and I have to figure out a way to survive. Now, the truth is, we're all animals. Yes. And animals eat all the plants, and all the plants absorb all the minerals. So, in a way, we're all the kingdoms here, right? And so it's really, what is someone expressing to me in the moment that I'm meeting them? How mm. is it that their words, their expression, how they're, they're able to share with me in this conversation? We could just go back and forth. Right, right, right. We can talk about dreams. Dreams have a lot of, um, not just subconscious, but this energetic messages can come through because we're not consciously thinking about mm-hmm. it, it's right? just going. Right, right. Your likes and dislikes. I prefer to sleep under the covers I I like to be at the ocean I love the moonlight I hate thunderstorms like all of these things are information because everything we like and dislike again fits back into this pattern of how our energy is kind of set
0: that's so incredible and I love that and I think it works with every kind of healing modality that the goal is to just really is to help people reconnect with self but to also help people realize like the interconnectedness of everything like it's really it's just I was talking about this last night looking at the full moon like all we are is all the elements and all of these parts and things and like once we realize that it just makes everything it might seem more complex in what you're saying but it's just so much more simple when you're able to make that relationship and connection with the natural world because right we're a part of it <laughs> right
1: exactly and everything right everything is energy so an energy is constantly expanding right consciousness awakening awakening you know there's so much happening in the mm-hmm. world especially with the feminine the divine feminine yes that's right what i wanted to
0: talk about next so
1: everything gets bigger and bigger and bigger right you know you think about how things grow right so energy is constantly expanding and opening and so it's really if you think about like the, um, what's that spiral the the Fibonacci? No, what's it? You know, I'm talking about the special spiral that goes around and around and around. But it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I think it's. I think so. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so yeah. So how does this go back to women's health, right? Because we yes. yeah. So for me, okay, so go back to that beginning. So at the beginning of learning about homeopathy, I also, this, this you know wonderful friend of mine also came into my life when I was pregnant with my first child. So I really had the opportunity to learn um, without even realizing it, just learn about like the, 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 what do you call it, the options that women right. have in the birthing world. And that really was exciting to me. That was very exciting. I watched other, you know, families, family members and friends who went a very allopathic Western medicine way, and the rate of cesarean sections is very high. It's mm-hmm. actually come down a bit,
0: but it was... I was a C-section baby. Interesting. Yeah. It wasn't... I've I've learned a lot about t- that too in my health coaching and I know a lot of doctors just kind of go to it because it's like it's the easy way but my mom was in labor for like 36 hours yeah. so she, I mean maybe there was a way but it was, right. seemed a little necessary my head was too big so right there,
1: and there are there are specific reasons for sure right. and it is a life you know saving operation when it's used mm-hmm. um but it also affects us energetically how we're how we're born mm-hmm. right? and And what happens both during our pregnancy and after. So, in my homeopathic practice, often there's a lot of talk around what happened in pregnancy, whether as an adult or right. if children come in, then you know, talking to the the mother. And often fathers have a lot of interesting information too. But anyway, back to the feminine. so so I think I was always on the I was always on the the plane of women's health and But I didn't I wasn't quite getting how that related to what I'm doing now, the finding your Mm. feminine core. Mm -hmm. And so. So over time, part of it's just, you know, life journey, Um, different things started to kind of come into my awareness, I guess that's the way to say it and as i started to learn more about energy not just energy in energetic medicine like homeopathy but actually how i was feeling like it started to go my journey started to you know take me inward mm. and how much of our as women our energy is related to the pelvic area, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our womb
1: space. Our womb space, right? Or the feminine core, whatever you want to call it. There's so many wonderful terms. The dantian, the second mm-hmm. chakra. You know, you can go all over the world. You're going to find this. So all these different episodes started happening for me. Like um, I met a woman who does Mayan abdominal massage.
0: Mm, I've heard such good things Beautiful about it. work.
1: And then I had the opportunity to learn the art of feminine presence, then I did core energetics work um, as a childbirth educator. You know, I really was so in tune with women and what's happening through the whole birthing and having the opportunity as a doula to be at births, mm. using homeopathy to see how quickly someone could go from really challenging postpartum experience, let's say postpartum depression right. to really feeling like, wow, I'm here again. Mm. so there was so much happening around me and again go back all those years saying I wanted to do this right mm-hmm.
0: um, so I think and I, now you're part of a, a health center right? that is mostly catered to women that's true <laughs>
1: that's true too right So, and, and then also in our, our business group that we're a part of is like how do we pull all our different interests and skills and trainings together so it just was sort of like naturally came together mm. to say oh let's let's bring all this together so now when i sit with if it's women in my office and i don't only work with women but majority of them mm-hmm. so we do a homeopathic um, consultation but then i might also do some energetic work with them i might do some yoga poses because i've been teaching yoga for almost as long as i've been a homeopath or actually longer um how can we just like drop in and feel more embodied feel more in ourselves and i think there, it's like a circle there's all different pieces around that or a wheel there's all different spokes of the wheel
0: mm-hmm.
1: so for me i know a certain number of these spokes and i know that if you do some of the therapeutic work like let's say core or something like that mm-hmm. I did Rubenfeld Synergy for years, similar. Then if you also bring in the homeopathy, you bring in the yoga, you bring in the breath work, you bring in the embodiment work, you know, yep. and now you have like this full wheel, right? And everything is helping each other. And you also get a sense, well, my experience of it is, oh, wow, now I got a sense of what this that's really happening here. And I'm not only relying on someone else to tell me how to do it. Right, right, right. Yeah. Wow. So, wow. I'm not quite sure how that all came to be, but it
0: did. (laughs) did. And it's beautiful and it's helping people in such a profound way. I mean, like you were saying, and like many people have become highly aware of the divine feminine is rising after, you know, the divine masculine being very prevalent in our culture for a very long time and in society. So it's so beautiful that you have this this body of work now that you can use and rely on and provide to women. Right.
1: And I think, like, another part of this is that um, each decade there's, there's, of our lives, there's different things that really are in the forefront. And so in our 20s and 30s, early 40s, the whole hormonal system, you know, remember, like, even earlier, right? So some women are, some some young women are, are getting their periods as young as eight these days but let's say 10 and a half and that's Mm -hmm. a lot of the influence you know of hormones hormones and and, yeah yeah Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. as we were shaking our head and saying the same thing but you know let's say somewhere the beginning of menstruation somewhere 10 11 12 right so by the time we get into our 40s so that's like two and a half decades that's really that monthly cycle for most women right the majority obviously Mm -hmm. there are women who don't have that going Mm -hmm. on on some level, it probably is going on. It's just not full finishing yeah. a circle. Right? Maybe not actually bleeding.
0: or yeah. Right.
1: And then, of course, there's all the influences of hormonal birth control. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of pieces to this. Exercise, blah,
0: blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah,
1: right. Diet, you know, amount of body fat. But when you get into the later 40s and into 50s, where I am, I'm 57 now, um, something changes in this, in this decade. And it's it's a time where for me, my experience is I can kind of pull everything, start to pull it in Mm. and weave a different, you know, fabric or create a different wheel, you know, whatever images and really see what this pattern is that's been working for me or not and and shifting it. And also, um, I think there's a lot of ownership. That, wow, you know, I've done a lot of things over my life to know that it's been 30 plus years that I've been learning and experiencing and practicing, you know, homeopathy, raising my family that way. Um, Yeah. And I I think the other piece that I think is really important is that each of us have to make a, a practice of doing our own work. And I say practice because we just keep doing it, right? So whether it's diet, you know, and the beautiful work that you do with, you know, intuitive eating, and whether it's a yoga practice, a breath practice, Mm a meditation practice, whatever it is, it's just doing it more regularly and not worrying about whether you're doing it right or wrong.
0: Absolutely. Because
1: we're so performance-oriented here in the West. And, oh, that I don't do that, don't look good, I don't look good in my yoga pose, I'm not going to do it. Rather than, oh, what does it feel like? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that also what you were just saying with like recognizing the practice helps and having it be consistent because recognizing where you're at, it makes it easier to shift and mold into what you need in that moment because when you're constantly checking in with yourself, you know, in your movement, in your food, in your, you know, how you're feeling internally, it's it just makes moving into a different phase of life that much easier because you're able to recognize day-to-day what's shifting and changing. I mean, I've noticed in clients too who are younger and who are older who are moving into these different phases of their lives that are like kind of freaking out because they want to be like they were 15 years ago and 20 years ago. And it's like, how can you come to this place of Acceptance of where you're at and like have that be beautiful and okay because you've had this life. (laughs) Right.
1: And no matter how long that life is. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. While you were talking, it made me think about a couple of things. so why I feel like homeopathy is a big point, big piece of let's say this this wheel. You know mm-hmm. that's that's often how yoga is described is as a wheel, mm-hmm. right? And each of the each of the spokes of the wheel is a different aspect of mm-hmm. the practice, whether it's pranayama, Karma, or, right, you know, right, yeah, all those things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 And we're shaking our heads back <laughs> and forth. Anyway, so um, the beauty with homeopathy is that it gets into that that deep energetic place, right? Mm-hmm. So we're really stimulating the what I call the vital force you could call it your chi you know there's a lot of words for prana right so when you get into that level and help um, let's say charge it or build it Mm -hmm. right kind of like you know we have our little cell phones and we're constantly we have Mm -hmm. to charge the battery well we have our own battery Mm. if we don't charge our own energetic system right? Because it's depleted. depleted. Right. So the homeopathy comes in because it's an energetic message to our system. And it's an energetic input. Mm.
0: And it's saying
1: here, here's some energy, vital force, here's some energy for you now to function to your highest good.
0: Mm. So then
1: that energy can inform, let's say, the immune system, the circulatory system, the respiratory system, the hormonal system, but if the energy of our being is depleted and we're living in a time where we are easily depleted between what we're exposed to electromagnetic you know radiation and just the world at large the food sourcing so much stimulation so much stimulation so if we're we're running on a low level right we're not even getting past our red bar on our phone right mm-hmm. or one green bar it's such a good image because everyone knows what it is right <laughs> if we're like maybe two you know, mm-hmm. you know how quickly you drop down from two bars to the red? Yeah. So imagine if that's where you're at. Right. Because you're not nourishing yourself with food well. And and the reason you maybe your body's not able to even use the food well is because the digestive system's not working well. Mm-hmm. And underneath the digestive system, this energetic, this vital force is so depleted. So if we come in with the homeopathy, I always think of it as, like, a foundational,
0: Mm. you know,
1: you're, like, getting into, like, beyond the bedrock. You're even deeper into into your earth, right? Mm -hmm. And if you feed that energy, then everything else, of course, will benefit.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: And again, going back to being both energetic and and material, we need to do all of it.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Because we're not one and we're not the other.
0: We're mind, body, soul, spirit, energy, all that
1: good stuff. In this human form anyway. Yeah. Right? So we're not talking about pure spirit. That's a whole other story. (laughs) Um, So the the other thing with the feminine core work is so... um, the 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 nature of of the feminine energy feminine masculine like a yin and yang like two two things that exist here not necessarily oh because i was born into a you know a biologically female body doesn't mean i have more feminine or more masculine it's just right. energy right just names were given feminine energy is to give mm-hmm. right caretaking mm-hmm. and it goes outward literally like fans outward mm-hmm and if we're going to it's more round. Yes, it's round. It's giving. It goes out. It's it's flows like, you know, the ocean up mm-hmm. and down and waves. But it's out out out. And if we are going to be re- replenishing, building up our source again, We have to also learn how to receive Mm. and so my work a lot that i do with this finding your feminine core is how do you receive how do you take care of yourself how do you Mm self-nurture right how do you bring the energy back in
0: absolutely so then so important yeah
1: so although yes i'm a practitioner people come to me for guidance and help and by the way, in America, we don't call homeopathic, we call them recommendations, not prescriptions because mm. of legal issues. As, right, yeah, right, anyway. Right. But anyway, so as a recommendation, you know, as a homeopathic remedy. So so when we're doing all of this and we're getting, we're now receiving, right? So you can share your story with me as a homeopath and you can tell me all the things that are going on and we can drop into these interesting ways you're describing things and then you bring the energy back in with the remedy. And so now you're charging up. You're going from your red line to two green, to four green, right, to what is Full it, six? Bar. Full bar, woo, you know. <laughs> but you can't do it so quickly. Right, it's a gradual process. Right. whether it you it wouldn't be sustainable. And it wouldn't be sustainable. So whether you do it with food, with yoga, with homeopathy, whatever you're doing it with. I know Ayurvedic medicine, which you're working with, mm-hmm. you have to. The 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 thing that Hahnemann said back and when he first started writing and telling us about his understanding was gentle, mm. gentle and permanent because gentle will bring us to a permanent state of you know improved health.
0: I love that. And that's mm-hmm. that's my that's my holistic health coaching practice is gentle health journey. There it is because it's it's it has to be gentle in it, order for it right. to be permanent, like you just right. said.
1: Right. And we're so initiated, ing- that's an initiated, it's the wrong word. We're indoctrinated. so indoctrinated and ingrained into thinking of from the allopathic perspective. Quick fix. Exactly. Overnight. It's Feel not better. healing. Mm-mm. That's called palliation. You're trying to get rid of your discomfort or you're suppressing it as quick as possible. Oh, look at this ugly thing on my skin. Let me put some topical corticosteroids so I don't have to look at whatever it is. Right. But you're not healing it, you're suppressing it. But the energy still wants to move
0: Mm -hmm.
1: the this was back in the 70s i think this study is and i really should look this up the american academy of pediatrics knew that if babies who had eczema were treated with topical cortical steroids within two years they developed asthma
0: oh my gosh
1: yeah yeah because it will go from the less significant the less right the skin Mm -hmm. to the more interior so when our body is pushing out and giving us symptoms symptoms are just wake-up calls Mm -hmm pay attention.
0: Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. The body has a lot of wisdom and a lot to say. And if we don't listen, many people know that it just gets worse and worse and worse.
1: Right. So that's, I guess, kind of all of the different aspects of coming into what I've been doing these days.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing and explaining. I feel so much more knowledgeable about it and excited about it and want to learn more about it. So If you could share with whoever is listening how they can learn more about homeopathy, how they can get in touch with you, what resources you have, maybe what groups you have going on. Right. Right. So let's see, in no particular order. So if you want to literally
1: get directly in touch with me the fastest, you can certainly reach me by phone. My phone number is 914-522-0913. And you can text me. You can say I heard the the podcast, or however, uh, or call and leave a message if I don't pick up. You can also email me at Janice J A N I C E at N Y dot com. Very long, too long. R E S O N A N T H E A L I N G N Y dot com. Uh, you can also pop on my website janissolomon.com, which is um, getting redone, but for now, and you can jump, you can join my mailing list, and you can get through to me that way. And if you are interested in knowing more about finding your feminine core, you can join my Facebook group. It's a small private group, um, and it's called Finding Your Feminine Core. So f- certainly look for that on Facebook and and reach out to get invited in. I'd love to. Um, have you come and join us and i do a live video every monday and it's fun we do you know we talk and share well i talk you get to hear So you're <laughs> receiving <laughs> um and then also i have a, a resonant healing on facebook also which is just for homeopathy um i think that's everything
0: wonderful Well, thank you again so much for being with us and Mm. sharing your knowledge and wisdom. It's been so enlightening and fun. It's a good one. And thank you all for listening. I really appreciate everyone tuning in. Uh, Stay tuned on my website and Instagram. Got a lot of new awesome programs and groups coming up, so I'll be sharing more about that in my next podcast, which will be about Ayurveda, another really awesome healing modality that is similar to homeopathy in the way that it connects us to the natural world but a little different from a different system so thank you all for tuning in have a fabulous rest of your day evening week month life